podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It is another edition of the Late Tea Time podcast, the podcast where we look at the golf in the week ahead and we try and find you the best betting value in the events coming up. As always, we leave it as late as possible before uh, the first tee shot is played so that we can get the latest gossip and the latest information to get the best prices available. And the man that does that, I just do all the talking and then edit it afterwards. The man that actually does the hard work is Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you, James. How are you? I'm, I'm very good, actually. Looking forward to this uh, weekend's golf. The Byron Nelson is the headline act of our podcast today, isn't it? Before we get on to that, actually, last week's uh, tips, um, one of them came very close, didn't he? he? He was kind of hovering towards the top end of the leaderboard for some time before just kind of slipping away. Denny McCarthy, all that stuff about Denny Lane and Wings and the Beatles. Yeah, he was, I think, third at one point, wasn't he? After a couple of days, maybe. And we thought, oh, hello. And then he just faded away on the weekend. It's a bit disappointing. He got a little bit back foot if you backed him in the first round leader market uh, so I did that as well so hopefully a couple of you maybe did that so so yeah close but we we try again this week I, I did notice that you very uh you were very quick after about six holes to say he's leading I thought there's only one way you can go from here but uh, and, and he did but uh yeah well played Denny you gave us a bit of a shot that time but the, the Byron Nelson is the uh the event that we're looking at today let me get the prices up for the uh um, the competition, and then we'll get Dave's thoughts on this. Uh, Xander Schaffele, um, 16s, Dustin Johnson, 18s, Hideki Matsuyama, 22s, Aaron Wise is 25s, you got Alex Noren in there at 28s, and Taylor Gooch is uh, the same price, 28s. The rest are 30 to 1 or bigger. DT, as I said in the intro there, we leave this as late as we can so you can fill your big golfing brain with everything to get his um, pointers in the right direction. Where are you pointing us today with this one? Yeah, so I like to add in the late information or, or, or stuff that maybe a lot of the golf writers and I, I wouldn't have known earlier on in the week. And I thought, if only I'd known that. But I'm a, a big fan of Davis Riley. I backed him several times in the last few weeks. Three character, Mavis Riley. Mavis Riley, yeah. Oh, I don't really know. Are they related? Um, but Davis Riley, no relation to Mavis. So he he finished fourth in the Zurich Classic Pairs event alongside Will Zalatoris. More on him later. And he finished fifth in the Mexico Open last time. So in a, in a, a nice little run of form. And I was playing snooker this morning with Ben Coley in our, our weekly, sometimes bi-weekly game. Um, but with a, we obviously chat about golf between um, missing shots and... He he said to me, there was a couple of late entrants for the PGA Championship next week uh, that had been announced, and Davis Riley was one of them. Uh, so a bit of a boost for him. It means this was the last chance saloon for him to try and qualify for that event. Uh, so now he's but he's got in. Now he's 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 got his place right. already without having to do that. So pressure's off him a little bit this week and um, somewhat of a free hit. I mean, I was close to picking him out earlier in the week, but with that extra news i just feel there's a i've gone back and had a look at his credentials and it does seem to be that 
he's ticking a lot of boxes. I think this week's course, TPC Craig Ranch, it does look a good course if you give it a good biff off the tee, which he does. He's 40th in driving distance, so that's good. It looks like it's going to be one with a very low score. So look, I double-check Davis Riley's 15th in birdie average, so a big hitter who makes lots of birdies, that's good. He had the hottest putter out of anybody in Mexico last time. He gained 9.4 strokes on the green, so he's putting well as well. So with all these little things, I even found that he'd got um, a Corn Ferry Tour winning, that's a second tier in America, a, t- a Corn Ferry Tour winning San Antonio on a previous trip to, to Texas, the TPC San Antonio Championship. So he's, he's been a winner in Texas before. But quite a lot to like about David Riley. In form, right profile for the course. And just a player I want to keep on the right side of. And if, if I can keep getting him at prices around 50 to 1, I shall keep uh, backing him. I think the best you can get is 55s with William Hill, eight places. You can get bigger 66s with five places on the each way terms. It may be a little bit of caution. We'll go 55 each way with William Hill. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Davis Riley, the man that we're looking at as well. You gave us a little bit of a teaser as well when you were talking just then about Will Zalatoris. Is that because you've got a burning desire to bring him into the conversation there? Not for this week, although he could well really go really well this week. But as I say, those two paired up at the Zurich Classic, they're college mates, they're just really good mates. And I think Zalatoris has said, oh, Davis Riley could be a top 10 player in the world. He's that good. It was just an interview I read earlier that, uh, yesterday, I think, about this week's event. They've not had many people in to the press conferences so far, but they interviewed Xander Schaffelet about this week and next week. And just in passing, talking about next week's course, Southern Hills in Tulsa, uh, he said he'd played there um, in the past, um, Xander Schaffelet. And what did he re- remember about it? Well, not an awful lot because he didn't play very well, but it held an event called the Trans Mississippi Amateur which uh, on at Southern Hills, and the winner that week, back I think in about 2014, was... Will Zalatoris. Will yeah. So it was terrible weather, and, and the course might you're like, you're like, You know when you go to um, you go and see a band's play, and they're yeah. playing their biggest hit, and then they give yeah. the crowd to sing the chorus? You, you, yeah. You're like that, you're getting me to do your, your, your hard work for you. I've paid to yeah, see you sing, Dave Tyndall. Bit of call and response there. So you're just getting you involved. So Will Zalatoris has got a win at Southern Hills in the Trans-Mississippi Amateur, uh, which, yeah, it was really bad conditions. I think the weather's going to be quite good this week. So it's a little um, tip-off for him next week because he is playing this week. And obviously, if he does really well this week, his price could collapse a bit. So you might want to just have a look at Will Zalatoris next week. He's had a really good start to his Majors career, uh, runner-up at the Masters a couple of years ago. I think he was six at the US Open when DeChambeau won. Do you remember doing that podcast? So, yeah, he's one to look out for next week, Will Zalatoris. But this week, I think his buddy, Davis Riley, can get it done. So it could be a nice little week. Maybe Riley wins here, inspires Zalatoris for next week. That would be quite nice. 
Hey, you get two winners in one podcast here. Eh? Um, I just realised I made a major boo-boo at the start of this one. I read you out the first round um, markets instead of the uh, the winner markets for the Baron Nelson. Scotty Scheffler is actually favourite, eleven to one to win. Justin Thomas fourteen. Sam Burns is in there at twenties. Dustin Johnson twenty two. Jordan Speed twenty twos, and the rest are bigger. But you get the gist. Here's the Byron Nelson. And there's we've had Davis Riley then as uh, Dave Tyndall's pick for this one. Will Zalatoris want to keep in your back pocket for next week? Is there anything else you've got a burning desire to get off your chest this week, Dave Tyndall? There is just one more that you might want to look at in this week. Mark Leishman is playing. There's, I've had a couple of separate words from people that his kind of stats guys are very keen on him this week and next week, actually, Mark Leishman. They seem to think he's got the right numbers going for him uh, to do well here. He is same sort of price. You can get you can get sixty six to one, but that's only five places. You can get fifty to one eight places. Mark Leishman. Yeah, they're, um, they're side by side, aren't they? On the uh, on the prices there, Davis yeah, Riley and Mark Leishman, very similar. Quite good, and um, he he's another who can shoot incredibly low scores. He did, I think he did he open with I think he opened with a, a sixty one in this event couple of years ago but that that was at uh trinity forest not this not this week's course but he's played this course uh craig ranch a couple of times first on the nationwide tour now the corn ferry way back in 2008 and was seventh so that was a good knock then in this event last year he was 21st open with a 66 i'm just maybe tempted to put him up as a first round leader option given that info that things are looking nice for him this week as i say open with a 61 in this event a couple of years ago did miss the cut last time, but previously, you know, he'd done quite well in his year at Classic 21st. 30th in the Masters was a decent effort. Just a few sort of whispers for him that he might be going well. So uh, might be worth a little flutter. Mark Leishman, he's 66, his best price to be at the top of the leaderboard after the uh, first 18 holes of the uh, Byron Nelson. So that's a, an interesting way in, if you fancy that. If you, want your, if you want your bet paying out a little bit earlier, a quarter of the way through the tournament, instead of having to wait until the end of the year, 72 holes, then the first round leader market is not a bad one, DT. And Aussies, so many times down the years, Aussies do well in Texas, where you know the winds are, are always prevalent as they are back in Australia, where they grew up, it's often firm and fast conditions. So hopefully Leishman uh, will feel nicely at home here and, and can get the job done in some form. Um, hopefully he can uh, challenge. And as you say, he's, he's out there like 50, 55 to 1 on, on odds checker. So have a look at him. And yeah, fingers crossed he can, he can give us a nice run. Um, hopefully uh, Mark Leishman, Davis Riley come up Trump for us uh, this week at the uh, Byron Nelson, Dave Tyndall, as always. A joy to see you on my screen today. Um, and I will speak to you again um, next week because it's a big one next week, isn't it? Yeah, the second major of the year, PGA Championship at Southern Hills. I, did, I actually went to that in 2001, Southern Hills, when uh, it held the US Open. Uh, Retief Hooson won. He missed a, I think he missed a two-foot putt on the last green to win. Uh, so they had to go to an extra day and I'd flown home in the meantime. What, what's your, um, your major memory of how that course looks and is set up and how it feels? I just remember it being very, very, very hot, the weather conditions. But that, that was in all, no, that was in June. So it is meant to be, I mean, it's meant to be hot this week in Dallas, where we are. It's um, up into the 90 degree mark. And Tulsa's not actually that far, a couple of hours away from Dallas. So I think form in this, um, the form and the weather conditions and the grass types are fairly similar. So do look out for players who play well this week, because it could act as quite a good little hint 
uh, for next week. 24 hours to Tulsa. That's how far away it is. From Tulsa, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. We we will see you again next week, everybody. Gamble responsibly. Enjoy the golf. Hope it goes your way. And as we just mentioned as well, we'll be back for the uh, the major next week. And of course, with the majors, Dave Tyndall, we work overtime, don't we? Because we not only do the preview, but we come back after round one, round two, and round three to update everybody on the uh, the live markets as we go through the events. Looking forward to that next week for the USPGA. Enjoy the Byron Nelson, and we'll see you around about the same time next week. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.